Hey everyone, it is Alex Torres, your host of Awaken Your Inner Chingona. Welcome back to an, another amazing episode. So I'm really excited to talk about this topic because it's something that I experienced. And I think there's a lot of questions when it comes to what is a spiritual awakening. So thank you for joining me. And I'm only going to share my truth and my experience. I think first and foremost, a spiritual awakening is different for everyone. But I'm going to share some commonalities and some symptoms, I would say, that you will experience when you're having a spiritual awakening. I also think that as you evolve and grow, your spiritual awakening kind of shifts into an enlightenment. And I will also be sharing with you the differences between a spiritual awakening and an enlightenment and um, what my journey has been when it comes to an enlightenment awakening. Alrighty, so I just took a drink of my water. Um, So what is a spiritual awakening? So what I've learned through my experience, and I'll also give you the what the books and the gurus out there like Eckhart Tolle say or Deepak Chopra actually these are amazing authors and uh, new thought leaders that I saw after when I had this experience so what is a spiritual awakening it's pretty much awakening of a dimension of reality that goes beyond your ego we often live in our confide to our ego so um, the ego is our exclusive sense of self or I it's very self-centered and oftentimes it doesn't serve the best for us it's trying to protect us but oftentimes it allows us to focus more on fear on judgment on criticism and what happens when you awaken for whatever reason that may be and I'll be sharing with you my experience and my reason the ego somehow lets go of um, let's go and that's when your higher self or your inner spirit can arise within so like the average person is more like the archetype than human meaning that you're more um, a collection of different spirits and programs and behaviors we often think that we're this body which we're not So, a spiritual awakening just means that you're returning to yourself. You're returning to the truth of who you are. To the essence, the wholeness of that which is God universe. And we detach from that because at a very very early age, even before we are born, we, we have these beliefs and attitudes that get passed down through epigenetics and then we observe the world and everything that's going on and we create these beliefs and attitudes of how we're supposed to be and what is truth and what is not and I said this in my last episode like when was when did you decide this is who I am oftentimes beliefs attitudes uh get passed down through religion society our family our culture etc but we never really get the opportunity or know that we have that power to decide, no, fuck that. Like, this is who I am. So, I myself, for those that have been following me, know that I have a a quite intense story of overcoming trauma and difficulties such as meth abuse, child uh, teen pregnancy, domestic violence, and a lot of other crazy stuff. Uh, But in 20... 13 is when I experienced my spiritual awakening and it 
drastically changed my life. Now, a spiritual awakening is not something that happens when you're sitting on your yoga mat and meditating. First of all, I had no clue about meditation and silence and the power of going within. I was actually, I had just come home from uh, being arrested and being booked in jail. And I remember the day that I had this inner awakening, which is really interesting because I was reading a few months back the book by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, and he shares his moment when he had that inner spiritual awakening. He was in this moment of agony and inner distress and contemplating suicide, and then this silence overcame, and that's where he heard this inner voice, and and so his journey began, and I kind of, when I was reading the book, I was like, oh my God, that was my experience, so... After I was arrested, I go home and for three days, I'm just in bed. I'm like, woe is me. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm just, it just, everything's falling apart. My second marriage, I lost my job. You know, I just been experienced, accepted to my master's program. And now that was on the, on the verge of maybe not being able to go through because of my DUI, my pending DUI. So all this stuff, right? And I remember by the third day, I threw myself on the floor. I still remember I was in my room in Visalia when I lived in Visalia at my home and I threw myself on the floor and I just wept and I cried and I was just like, what the fuck? You know, like I literally remember like just crying out and telling God, like, if this is it, God, like I've done it all. I'm still unhappy. I'm not fulfilled. Like if this is it, I am ready to tap out and like I'm ready to tap out like fuck living you know and not that I had ideations that I was gonna complete my suicide but I I was at that place where I was like fuck living like I don't want to live anymore I've done it all I've done everything I was told I couldn't achieve and complete in my life and life is still sucks life still sucks so after having that that breakdown that breakthrough came in and that's when I just like felt this sudden silence take over like I stopped crying and it was just so peaceful and I heard this inner voice say the secret and I was like what the fuck because in your mind your logical mind your front frontal lobe will kick in the logical part of the brain and be like bitch you're crazy you're making this up and I had that moment but I decided to surrender to that experience and just listen and I kept hearing this inner voice say the secret and that actually led me to the book and the documentary the secret I googled that and 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 the rest is history for those that know my journey I watched the documentary and I went and bought the book at Target and for those that don't know what the secret is about it's it's a like an intro to metaphysics, the power that you hold, that we all hold to create the life that we desire through shifting your belief systems, healing, and really aligning to the truth of who you are. And that will be a totally different podcast that I will share with you guys. Uh, so this book um, really did par- spark this curiosity within me. And I was like, this is some interesting woo-woo stuff, but let me try it out. And I did. I kind of went on this obsessive journey in a way of trying to find more information. And this metaphysical world led me to finding and discovering other new thought leaders and gurus like Deepak Chopra and Abraham Hicks and 
Louise Hay and, um, you know, Ramtha, all these new thought leaders, right? And I just started becoming an avid student. So whether it was through investing in, in, um, in their workshops, books, coaching, whatever that may be, I was so determined to get as much information as I could. And that really changed my life. But let me tell you something about a spiritual awakening. It got messy and it got lonely and it got dark. And at times I thought I was fucking going crazy. And what I did after discovering all this truth, like once you discover your inner truth, there there is no going back. And when I started to discover like I had this inner power, I... I made a decision to break away from everything that I've known. And I decided to break away from the religious background that I, that I grew up believing in. It was Christianity. I decided to question everything. My religion, my culture, my upbringing, my family. Like I sat down. I remember one day I sat down with my second ex-husband and my kids who were around and 11 then and I just had this conversation with them and I said mommy's gonna be gone a lot like I was determined to spend the entire year of 2014 discovering all this truth and really discovering me and really knowing more about what is ego and what is spirit and you know people thought I was crazy I remember when I started doing this and I was attending self-love retreats and meditation retreats, like really taking care of me and discovering me, my family thought I was going crazy. Like I remember once my grandma calling me and crying and saying, your mom says you're going crazy that you're meditating and doing all this weird stuff. And it was really interesting because I was actually feeling better about myself and discovering my power but to my family it was so crazy and so weird another thing that happened during my spiritual awakening is that I realized that my second marriage although externally it looked very perfect and he's a nice man and we had it together per se you know we were keeping up with the Jones um there was a big disconnect when it came to our spiritual and emotional connection and I was so unhappy I remember thinking like I'm as unhappy as I am in this supposedly healthy relationship because he doesn't beat me or abuse me verbally than I was when I was in an abusive relationship with my first ex-husband but I was settling because everybody says you marry this guy that provides and at least he doesn't beat you or at least he doesn't degrade you verbally you know so we settle especially when we don't know any better and um yeah people thought I was fucking going crazy the friends that I used to have I used to be very social like all my friends started kind of falling away on their own they thought I was kind of weird too and I was okay with that because I was finally learning what it was to spend time with Alex and really discovering who Alex was, not Alex, the one that was attached to the ego, you know, the Alex, the teacher, I mean, the the student or the grad student or the school social worker, the mother, like all this, these things that we add, you know, we attach to and we think define us. And actually, that's the ego, the Taoist 
you know, believe that um, the ego is a lower soul and it believes that it's in charge. And for example, the ego is, have you ever, I hate this. I really do. I dislike this. I shouldn't say the word A, but when you go somewhere new and people are like, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a life coach. I'm a speaker. Like I always say I'm a divine light here to share love and truth. Because again, it's like attaching our worth to this title, you know, or I have this, or my parents are this, or I think this, like that is all ego. It's controlling, it's possessive. And the lower soul is the driver of the negative emotions, right? Anyway, so awakening to my true self allowed me to become more aware of when I was in my ego. Um, and embracing this journey, let me tell you, it got messy. It got lonely. Like when your family thinks you're going crazy and you think they think that, you know, you're, you're just going crazy. Like you feel lonely. And when your friends leave you or stop talking to you because they think you're fucking weird, it feels lonely. And not only that, I think part of your spiritual awakening is that you go to the depth of your soul and you have to come face to face with your darkness. Like that was it. Like there was no, no more excuses. There was no more blaming. There was just taking full responsibility for the cards that had been dealt to me and owning them. And, you know, it was time to stop identifying with the ego. What I've learned is that as the process of spiritual awakening unfolds, the ego begins to, like, submit to the spirit. It's like in the language of Taoism, the lower soul gets refined into the higher soul because that's who you really want to tap into. Arriving at this spirit or psychic wholeness um, was the goal and is the goal of all humans. I know that we, we all have this divine goal to reach our highest and full potential. And oftentimes, again, we, we think it's our career or our dreams, which yes, I think that those are an extension of embracing your highest self when you embrace your highest self and you discover your highest self then you'll become clear about your purpose and your calling and your dreams and what you're called here to share Uh, but again it's allowing yourself to go through that dark stage and that awakening of coming face to face with your darkness and it's not about I think a spiritual awakening is not about neglecting your darkness and, and being scared of it. Like, oh my God, I got to change this. Or I have, I'm still struggling with this. It's about just embracing it as a whole. Just embracing it with love and light. Um, and learning to navigate when your ego does show up, right? So that was my spiritual awakening journey. And... I know that it was really intense the first year. I, I still remember like part of my spiritual awakening was when I int- attended my first self-care retreat in North San Diego with my life coach. And mind you, I used to be this this hardcore bitch. Like, I don't cry. I have my superwoman cape on and it is what it is. You know, we got to keep on moving. Fuck crying. Nobody got time for crying. And besides that, that 
moment when I had my spiritual awakening in my room and I was weeping. Like, I didn't cry like that in front of anybody else. Uh, But I remember a couple months later when I met my life coach and I went to her retreat. And I remember, like, it was 10 women and it was, we were all going around saying, like, who are you and what brings you here? And what do you want to get out of this? And I was, like, the, the sixth person. And once, like, she got to me, I could not say a word like I just began to weep and weep and weep and it was like I was purging and so I think when it comes to a spiritual awakening you go through different little stages and it's again like purging you're becoming aware of the shadow of the things that you need to change and 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 let go of or accept with love um and I know there's some signs so the following I want to share with you like the 10 signs of spiritual awakening and these are some of the signs that I experienced again this doesn't mean that this is these are the only signs or the only things that you'll experience I think that a spiritual awakening is different for everyone um so number one is your behavior spontaneously begin to change for the better like for me it was I became the seeker of knowledge I started to meditate I started to go to self-care, self-love retreats into my family and my culture. This was like, I'm going crazy. What's wrong with me, right? But you start seeking personal growth, inner growth, spiritual growth. And so that's number one. Number two is you're experiencing a deepening of your emotional wellspring. Like you become more aware of your emotions and you start becoming more... I don't want to say in control, but you learn how to navigate your emotions better. Like you're, you're not succumbing to emotions and being a victim of your emotions. You learn how to navigate and you learn how to lead with your emotions and you learn how to shift those emotions that don't feel good. Uh, Step number three is you're slowing down and reflecting on your past and understanding your presence, your present moment and where you are now so I know that this is true because I did a lot of digging when I started going through my emotional um awakening my spiritual awakening I'm sorry and it led me to really uh, making peace with my past and healing and forgiving and I had to reflect on everything that I ever chipped away at who I truly was and just make peace with those with those experiences and people and it really led me to this inner journey of forgiveness. Um, step number four, your priorities and values are shifting from material towards spiritual concerns. So instead of focusing on how do I look or what car do I have or what purse, you focus more on, on your inner well-being and your inner expansion. You're catering more to like your mind and your soul and your body. Step number five is your inner world is becoming primarily aspect of your life experience. So pretty much what you're doing within that focus and nurturing the love that you're experiencing within, you start experiencing these what I call manifestations, like alignments, because you're tending to in. And we all know when it comes to law of attraction and metaphysics, what you think about, you bring about. So as you're shifting and evolving, so is your life and your external life begins to to model and mirror what's going on within and that's why in my coaching and what I teach women is how to do that inner work so that they can truly manifest with ease uh number six is you begin to hold the tension of opposites together within you so you embrace the negative you're not judging yourself or 
anything negative. You take whatever happens that's a challenge as a life lesson and an opportunity to grow. Step number seven, you're experiencing a growing sense of okayness and inner freedom. Like, honestly, so one of the things about me is that I used to have to make my point and show you that I'm right and anything that had to do with the religion or politics like I would jump into those conversations and I've learned this one thing if it doesn't bring me joy then why even bother like I don't have to prove that I'm right because I know what's true to me and when I know who I am and I know what's my truth I don't have to prove myself so I started just becoming okay with different beliefs and attitudes and people and really not letting them or those things uh, bother me because it's no thing when you're in alignment it's no thing right like I just killed a spider by the way I didn't mean to I hate killing spiders but it was like right in front of me anyways so you just learn that you're whole and you have peace and you don't have to be proving yourself to anyone or anything and you're just okay with the experiences right um number eight you're willing to be honest with yourself and take full responsibility like I said in the beginning one of the things that this spiritual journey and inner awakening led me to is like just owning my shit and stop blaming stop blaming people that hurt me my ex my parents and just take full responsibility and learn how to make this a beautiful experience and now helps me help other people and other women number nine you're making new lifestyle decisions in alignment with your moral and spiritual values and that is so true because the more that you evolve and the more you get clear and the more you you connect with god the easier it is to make decisions because you're not wavering with like are people going to agree or are people going to get mad it's either a hell yes or a hell no and and going back to what i said like when you know who you are and you know you're fully backed up by god and you're clear about why you're here and what your purpose is and what you like or what you don't like you don't settle so it's easier for you to make decisions that are in alignment with your true calling and your highest self not ones that are aligned to ego and ego wants to be validated ego wants to be accepted ego wants to be praised when you're in alignment with your highest self it's all spiritual and the last one number 10 is you're realizing your interconnected nature with all things that is so true because I know that my my sanctuary, when I went through the spiritual awakening after spending all my life at church, I disconnected from dogma, from church, and just, you know, nature became my sanctuary. So besides, you know, going on, on monthly hikes to Sequoia National Park or going to Three Rivers to connect with water, like anything, I could be walking and seeing a bird or a, a beautiful flower or just always connected and just people in general even strangers knowing that everything around me that has been created by my divine power is is God and so I'm always connected to that source like one of the things that I love every morning is getting up and going to my zen room and opening up my windows and just letting the sun beam on me because that is just such a precious reminder of God like God thank you so these are just some examples of what your symptoms might be when you're having a spiritual awakening. However, there's no linear way of having a spiritual awakening. Um, You just kind of know when you're going through it, when you're experiencing it. And the funny thing is, I'm going to leave you guys with this, that I thought that once you have a spiritual awakening, like that's it, but it's a lie. I think that as you grow and evolve, 
you have enlightenment and it's a little different because usually this is what Eckhart Tolle described that a spiritual awakening comes out of agony and despair like you're having this like life-changing moment and an enlightenment is more of like expansive you're, you're growing and evolving and you're not hitting a rock bottom to experiences aha moment you know and I had that happen to me a couple months ago when I was working with another life coach towards the end of 2019 and I just went through this deep inner shift and it had me look at my shadow again but it wasn't like out of a moment of despair and chaos it was more of like oh I'm growing and expanding and source wants me to look at this again um so yeah so how to approach a spiritual awakening so from my experience a practical approach to spiritual awakening can work on different levels you know it's a physical emotional and energetic so um there's no specific way I would highly suggest just be open to the experience and listen you know one tool that has really helped me with this journey is meditation um, because it helped me quiet the the mind and be able to listen and it meditation is important because if your mind is always distracted or if you're always anxious or worried about things being calm and quiet allows you to reflect and this is one of the signs of spiritual awakening and I would say like also having this um this attitude of acceptance and love um some of the barriers to spiritual awakening are very simple it's things that we experience on a day-to-day basis like fear anger guilt and grief and so your spiritual awakening at some points might end up feeling like you're going crazy because you experience like all these emotions at once and lastly you guys your spiritual awakening comes down to self-awareness and consciousness and with this increasing awareness, uh, we're able to shift beyond self-actualization into the realm of our highest self and self-transcendence. So, finally, <laughs> I will recommend for you guys to, to if you feel you've gone through this or, or you don't know, um, look up information. You know, two of the greatest that I feel like really know how to talk about um spiritual awakenings Eckhart Tolle he has amazing books and Deepak Chopra and learn that this is a journey to your highest and best self and that it can only get better so this is my experience and my journey and if you have any questions let me know you can email me at vitalitylifecoach at gmail.com or visit my website at www.thealextaurus.com I hope this episode was helpful and remember to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Much love.